Hello and welcome to Main Menu for July 29th, 2011. I'm Chase Crispin and I'll be your host for the next hour here on Main Menu. Jamie Pauls will be back as scheduled next week. This week on Main Menu, we begin with a tech update. Next, David Woodbridge from Vision Australia shows us how to rename and create folders on the Mac using VoiceOver. Then, Juan Carlos Alicia reviews the iOS game Song Quiz. After that, Jerry Chevalier from Humanware tells us about the Victor Reader Stratus, a product coming soon from Humanware. Finally, JJ Meadow of Blind Bargains tells us about the Insignia Talking Clock Radio. That's what's coming up on this week's edition of ACB Radio's Main Menu. Update, a technology news segment heard on ACB Radio's main menu in Accessible Worlds Tech Talk. Hello, main menu in Tech Talk. This is Chase Crispin with the Tech Update for the week of July 25th, 2011. This week, Bookshare has released their app for iOS devices, that being the iPhone, iPod Touch, and iPad. This app allows you to download books directly from Bookshare into the app and then read those books. As long as you put in your account info, it will read the encrypted books. You'll be able to navigate through those books. The app interfaces with voiceover and comes with two acapella voices, one female and one male. This app is called Read2Go, spelled R-E-A-D, the number 2-G-O, and also includes several features for low vision users. You can get this app from the App Store on your iOS device or in iTunes for $19.99. To learn more about this Read2Go app from Bookshare.org, you can visit Bookshare.org or search for Read, the number 2, Go, in the App Store on your iOS device or in iTunes. There's quite a bit of Apple news this week, the most major being the release of Mac OS 10.7, known as Lion. Lion is the newest upgrade to Mac OS 10.7, and it introduces several new features such as a launch pad for launching apps in an interface like the home screen on your iOS device, support for multi-touch gestures, a much improved mail client, as well as many other features, including some small voiceover enhancements. These voiceover enhancements include support for some new voices in Lion. To learn more about macOS 10.7 Lion, you can visit www.apple.com. You can get Lion only from the Mac App Store for a price of $29.99. You'll buy and download the new operating system in the Mac App Store and it will install itself on top of Snow Leopard or whatever your existing operating system may be on the Mac. So to learn more about this, you can launch your Mac App Store or visit Apple.com. Apple has updated two of their computers this week, the first being the MacBook Air and the second being the Mac Mini. The MacBook Air has been updated to include a new Intel processor that allows for up to 2.5 times the performance as the previous generation, includes a Thunderbolt I-O port for quick transfers, includes a backlit keyboard, and comes installed with Mac OS 10.7 Lion. To learn more about the updated MacBook Air, you can visit apple.com. The Mac Mini, 
Apple's smallest desktop has been updated also. The new Mac Mini has a new Intel processor that allows for up to two times the performance of the previous generation, includes better graphics, and a Thunderbolt i-slash-o port. It also comes installed with Mac OS 10.7 Lion. To learn more or to purchase the Mac Mini, you can visit www.apple.com. The final Apple news item this week is that Apple has announced the Thunderbolt display. The Thunderbolt display connects to your MacBook, your MacBook Pro, or your MacBook Air via one cable and includes a 27-inch, very clear display, a built-in FaceTime camera, a very high-quality built-in microphone, a Thunderbolt i-slash-o port, a 1GB Ethernet port, and a FireWire port. It also includes MagSafe charging abilities to charge the Mac device that is connected to it. To learn more about the new Thunderbolt display from Apple, you can visit www.apple.com. Freedom Scientific has released a very small update to JAWS. This is JAWS for Windows version 12.0.1169. This update includes several small bug fixes for applications such as Internet Explorer, Firefox, and more. JAWS for Windows 12 should automatically notify you that there is an update available and you can choose to install it. This is a free update for all JAWS 12 users. To learn more about JAWS version 12.0.1169, you can visit www.freedomscientific.com. Finally, a new update has been released for the Quitter client. This is Quitter version 5.0. The new version to the Quitter client uses the streaming API so that tweets and direct messages are delivered to you faster, adds the new method of authentication so you can once again send and receive direct messages, and includes some other new enhancements. Quitter 5 is currently in the beta stage, but it will be released soon and is quite stable. It does still include some bugs, and those bugs can be reported to the bug tracker, which you can find at quitter-client.net. To learn more about Quitter version 5, or to install the latest beta, you can visit qwitter-client.net. This will conclude the tech update for Main Menu and Tech Talk for the week of July 25th, 2011. I'm Chase Crispin. Thank you for listening to this week's tech update. If you have any comments or anything you would like to see added to next week's tech update, please call 206-337-4383 or email chase at acbradio.org. And be sure to listen to next week's Main Menu and Tech Talk. The following program was produced by Vision Australia. You can visit them on the web at www.visionaustralia.org. Vision Australia. Blindness and low vision services. In this demonstration, I want to show you quickly how to create and rename a folder on the Apple Mac using VoiceOver. So let's first of all jump to the Mac desktop with Shift VOD, remembering that the VO keys are actually control and option held down together. So shift VOD for desktop. Desktop, demo files, selected folder. I want to get to my home folder. The quick way to get to that is shift command H for home. Home, list view, table, no selection. Let's interact with that table with shift VO down arrow. Interact with list view, table, row 1 of 13. Name. I want to get to my documents folder. Let's press VO down arrow. 
Documents, collapse level zero. Let's open it up with command O. Open, list view, table, no selection. And let's interact with this table, with VO, shift, deno. Interact with, list view, table, row 17 of 69, name, evaluation. Let's see whatever folders and files we've got. I'm going to press VO, up arrow. Demo of, speech.rtf. VO, up arrow again. Daisy, collapse level zero. VO, up arrow. Copying Daisy CD to SD, car.rtf. Yep, let me just go VO down and see if I've got a folder already called evaluation. Daisy, collapse level zero. Demo of, speech.rtf, evaluation, collapse level zero. I do. So the first thing I want to do, I'm actually going to rename that folder by just pressing enter on it. Evaluation, edit text content selected. And I'm actually going to call it old evaluations. Selection L, D, space, E, V, A, L, U, A, T, I, O, N, S, window, old evaluations, collapse level zero. Okay, now I'm going to create a new folder. Shift command N for new. One row added, collapse level zero, untitled folder, edit text content selected. And I'm going to call this one new evaluations. Selection deleted, E, W, space, E, V, A, L, U, A, T, I, O, N, S. And enter. Window. New evaluations. Collapse level zero. So I've got new evaluations. Now if I just press O. Old evaluations. Collapse level zero. That's my old evaluations folder. I'm pressing N for new. New evaluations. Collapse level zero. And of course, the way to open either of those folders up, or any folder, is by pressing Command O. Let's just do that now. Command O. Open. List view. Empty table. And of course it's empty because we've just created it. Let me close all the folders on the Mac by pressing Option Command W. Close all. Demo files. Selected folder. Back to my desktop. And that's it for renaming and creating folders. If you've got any other questions, please feel free to contact the Adaptive Technology Help Desk at Vision Australia on 1300 847 466. Thanks for listening and bye for now. Vision Australia. Blindness and low vision services. The preceding program was produced by Vision Australia. You can visit them on the web at www.visionaustralia.org. Hello, Main Menu listeners. This is Juan Alicia reporting to you from Coral Springs, Florida, with another Main Menu review today. Today I'm going to demonstrate a game designed for the iPhone iPod Touch and the application is called Song Quiz and it's spelled S-O-N-G-Q-U-I-Z. You can find out more about it by visiting the iTunes App Store and typing that in. What this game does is it basically will let you play songs from your iTunes library, which means it picks a song from your iTunes library, and at the same time you have to choose the music before the timer runs out. If you choose it, then you will earn a point. If you get the answer wrong, you will lose the bonus multiplier. And that means the more times you play, the more points you win. Whereas the more times you do not play, the more points you lose. You lose a point if you don't play the game. So this application is very user-friendly, and I'll get into the demo. So I'm going to unlock my screen. 12.33. Slide 2 unlock. So you're hearing it from the Casio keyboard speakers, by the way. Talk box. Song quiz. Double tap to open. I'm going to double tap this icon to open it. Song quiz. So now we're on the song quiz application. And I'm going to slide so I could show you what was on the screen. I previously played the game. But I'm going to slide and show you what was there. Total. 2,421. My score was 2,421 when I last played it. Finished. And the game has finished. So I'm going to go to the menu. High scores. Button. 
there's a high score button, but I'm not gonna go through there. I'm gonna go uh, forward. Menu button. And I'm gonna double tap menu. So we're basically on the song quiz game, and we are on the back button. But I'm going to select the genre here. Use my music button. Select genre button. So we're gonna select the genre back. button. Back button. And now we have the option to choose a genre. Let's choose country. I'm gonna choose country. I'm gonna select it. Comedy. Country. 49. There's 49 songs related to country. So I'm going to use my music. Use my music button. And then I'm going to swipe down to the touch to begin. Listen to each. Touch to begin. I'm going to double tap it. You're going to hear cool sound effects, which they added in the updated version of the game. Okay, so now I have to choose a song here. White Christmas. Neat. It gives you a neat remark. Got luck, like I am. Me. Play. Decent. Unstoppable. Select it. Unstoppable. Let me raise the volume so you can hear it. 30 years of anger. School thing. Red Camaro. Things that matter. Okay. I'll be home for Christmas. Trouble. Forever. Why? Why? Forever. Trouble. I'll be home for Christmas. Okay. Darn it, I lost a point. But here comes. Backwards. 630. Here comes the five. I can Groovy. Ooh, we're going way country. Why wait? Groovy. Turn on the radio. Live. Yes. You're live. Selected. Yep. All night to get there. Forever. So I'm gonna show you what happens if you get it wrong. Yeah. You don't get no point. This aching heart. Let me choose. Forever. Nope. I'll be home for my win. I feel that. Teeny through. For sure. Just like that evening she drove away. Cool thing. I'll be home for Christmas. One. One. I. Life is a highway live on Letterman. Oh, I lost it. For sure.
pink. 1,400 total. White prismic. Holding on. We got luck. Baba. Life is a highway. My way. Forever. Tonight, tonight. Selected. Tonight, tonight. Hold. Selected. Hold. So basically, the game is finished. I hope this review gave you a good idea of what this game has to offer. If you would like to obtain more information about the game or if you wish to download it for your iOS devices, please visit the iTunes App Store on your computer or your iOS device. Type in S-O-N-G-Q-U-I-Z and you'll be able to find the app. It is absolutely free, it is voiceover friendly, and I highly recommend it. If you wish to contact me, feel free to do so. My email address is jc underscore djmac at yahoo.com. Once again, it is jc underscore djmac at yahoo dot com. My Twitter username is at jc underscore dj mac that is spelled jc underscore dj mac i also have a blog if you wish to read up my blog posts you may do so at http colon double slash www dot jcdjmacblog dot blogspot dot com http colon double slash www.jcdjmacblog.blogspot.com For main menu, I'm Juan Alicia. Hearing from you, the listener, is very important to us here at Main Menu. You can send us feedback by emailing mainmenu at acbradio.org. That's mainmenu at acbradio.org. Would you like to know what's happening on Main Menu and possibly interact with other listeners as well? To join the Main Menu Friends mailing list, send a blank message to mm-friends-subscribe at acbradio.org. That's mm-friends-subscribe at acbradio.org. To join an announce-only list where you can learn about all of the programming on ACB Radio, send a blank message to announce-subscribe at acbradio.org. That's announce-subscribe at acbradio.org. If you would like to interact with other ACB Radio listeners, send a blank message to friends-subscribe at acbradio.org. That's friends-subscribe at acbradio.org. You can follow Main Menu on Twitter by visiting www.twitter.com slash mainmenu. That's www.twitter.com slash mainmenu. Finally, you can call the Main Menu comment line at 206-339-0954. That's 206-339-0954.
Hello from Humanware. Thank you for joining me for this audio introduction to the Victor Reader Stratus, the CD-based DAISY and MP3 player from Humanware. The model that I will be describing is the Stratus 12M, M referring to its multimedia capability and 12 referring to the 12-key telephone-style number pad that makes up the interface. The Victor Reader Stratus is a multimedia player supporting CD and data DVDs, as well as an SD card slot and a USB port for external flash media, such as USB thumb drives. It also has built-in text-to-speech capability from Acapella. With this multimedia support, you can play recorded DAISY books, text-only DAISY books, MP3 commercial books and music, audio CDs, and computer documents such as text and HTML using the built-in text-to-speech from Acapella. Let me begin with a physical description of the Victor Reader Stratus. The unit is approximately 22 centimeters square and 4.8 centimeters thick, or approximately 8.5 inches square and 1.9 inches thick. It weighs 0.95 kilo or about 2.1 pounds. I have the player sitting in front of me on my desktop and the edge facing me has a CD insertion slot. When I insert a CD or DVD into the unit, I push it in about halfway into this slot and a motorized mechanism will gently slide it into the unit. The left edge of the player is mostly comprised of the carrying handle. The handle does not fold or slide. It is molded to the unit and is very sturdy and easy to hold. On the back edge of the unit we have the connector jack for the AC power adapter. The unit can be played on AC power or from its rechargeable battery and whenever it's connected to AC power it will recharge the battery. On the right side of the unit from back to front we have the SD card slot, the USB port and the stereo headphone jack. If I turn the unit over there is a removable battery that takes about four hours to recharge and provides 10 hours of playback time. The battery is easily removed by sliding two opposing finger latches and then lifting it out of the unit. The front face of the player is dark gray in color, almost black, and the keys are light gray, so there is excellent visual contrast. On the top left corner of the front face, we find the built-in speaker. It is capable of producing very large volume and has an excellent range of audio tone. To the right of the speaker, we have three pairs of buttons. The left pair is the audio tone up and down control. The middle pair is the volume up and down control. And the right pair is the variable speed playback control. The top and bottom of each control is shaped as an upward and downward pointing triangle. The volume control, which is significantly larger than the other two, is further identified by a raised embossed edge, so you can easily tell whether you're pressing the up or down volume control. Below these controls, in the center of the player, we have the 12-key telephone-style number pad. This is the main heart and center of navigation on the Victor Stratus, and we'll come back to it later. To the left of the number pad are three keys, and from top to bottom, these are the go-to key, the bookmark key, and the CD eject key. To the right of the number pad is the power on and off button. You press and hold this button to turn the unit on or off. Below the number pad in the center, we have a crescent-shaped key, the shape of a backwards letter C. 
This is the time and date key as well as the sleep timer key. The first press announces the time and date, and subsequent presses will set an auto shutoff sleep timer of 15 minutes, 30, 45, and 60 minutes. Below the sleep key, in the center of the bottom, we have the play stop key. And it has a concave shape to it, so you can easily tell when you're touching this key. To its left, we have the rewind key, and the left edge of this key is embossed. And to the right of the play stop, we have the fast forward, and the right edge of this key is embossed. Let's demonstrate the benefits of playing a daisy book with the Victor Reader Stratus. The daisy book I'm going to demonstrate is entitled Clee Wick, and it's the biography of Emily Carr, a famous Canadian painter. I'll press the play key and start the book playing. Clee Wick by Emily Carr Epigraph Father sat at the table with the fat family Bible open at the page on which the names of his seven other children were written. I haven't got the unit plugged to a recording device, so what you're hearing is the actual speaker. There is a very pronounced tone control on the Victor Reader Stratus to allow for people with hearing difficulties to have a wide range of choices on the tone setting. Ours, Richard and Emily, which as well as being ours... Now I'm going to raise the tone. Others. The covers of the Bible banged, shutting us all in. The Bible says that I was born on the And I will now lower the tone. 1871. Emily Carr, growing pains. This beep tells us it's normal tone. The I'm going to lower Emily the tone Carr now. It's exactly the same in her writing as in her pictures. It is the art of eliminating all but the essentials. The essentials for her. And now I'll return the to the normal setting. Which contribute to her impression. And then setting these down in the starkest, most compressed form. You can see the wide range she of tone control. To now I'll raise the playback words, speed. The things around her as other people saw them. The camera and the photograph could do that. It was not work for the artist. What she wanted was to study the things in the events which she felt contained material. And, and that material. I'll, I'll return to the normal playback speed. By the same author. The Book of Small. The House of All Sorts. Growing Pains. The Heart of a Peacock. Pause. A That's sketch. normal speed. Hundreds and thousands. And I'll reduce the speed. Pu publication information. Emily Carr. Cleewick. With a foreword by Ira Dillard. And return to normal speed. Published by Irwin Publishing, Toronto, Canada. Now that playback is stopped, I can raise and lower these controls again. And with the playback stopped, the Stratus will announce the setting values. For example, if I raise the speed. Speed, 1. Speed, 2. And I can come back to speed 0, normal. Speed, 1. Speed, 0. Let me explain the sleep key. The sleep key is the crescent-shaped key below the number pad, just above the play stop key. I can press it once to announce the time and date. 6.09 p.m. 18. July 2011. And I can press it multiple times to set a sleep timer. Sleep 15 minutes. Sleep 30. Sleep 45 Minutes. Sleep. 60. Minutes. Sleep. Custom. Sleep. Off. The sleep off setting actually disables the timer. You can set Stratus to any of those values and it will shut off after the prescribed time. The custom setting lets you type in the exact number of minutes. Now let's investigate the power of daisy navigation. 
Daisy books allow you to navigate the audio in the same manner that you would navigate the structure of the equivalent print book. For example, you can jump in the audio by chapter, section, subsection, page, and so on. In the Stratus, you select the navigation level with the 2 and 8 keys. The 2 key moves up and the 8 key moves down through a circular list of navigation levels available for the book. I will press the 8 key multiple times to move down through the list of navigation levels for this book. Page. Time jump. 5. Minutes. Phrase. Level. 1. Level. 2. Page. And we come back around to page. In a similar way, I can press the A key and move up through the same levels. Level 2. Level 1. Phrase. Time jump. 5 minutes. In daisy books with limited navigation, perhaps only chapter navigation, or in non-daisy recorded books, the time jump gives you the ability on the stratus to move forward or backward in 5 minute increments. You can actually configure this time jump interval to be 1 minute, 5 minute, 10 minutes, or 30 minutes. I'll keep pressing the number 8. Page. Level. 2. Level. 1. In DAISY, Level 1 typically means chapter. Now that I've selected Level 1, I can move forward a chapter at a time by pressing the number 6 key, which is used like a right arrow. Forward. Contents. Dedication. 1. Euclid. The Lady Missionaries expected Now we're at Chapter 1. I can press the number 4 key, Irishman left arrow, to back up a chapter at a time. Steamer. 1. Dedication. Content. Forward. My earliest vivid memories of Emily... Similarly, if I press the number 8 key and come down to, say, the page level of navigation... Level. Two. Page. I could move forward a page at a time, just like turning pages in the equivalent print book, by pressing the number six key. Emily Carr was... It was primarily the... As a result, it... But don't take what someone... And I can come back with the number four key. Hinder the, a page at a time. Take, as a result, there is in her writing the quality of immediate... So on the Stratus, the two and eight and 4 and 6 keys work like an up-down, left-right cursor cross. The up and down 2-8 select the navigation level, and the 4 and 6 keys, left and right, move backward or forward at the chosen navigation level. The upper and lower edge of the 2-8 keys are embossed, as are the left and right edges of the 4 and 6 keys, to give the directional clue of up-down, left and right as you touch them. The center of the cross is called the Where Am I key, key number 5. It has a raised dot and announces the current reading position. Where am I? 5%. Heading 9. Forward. We're at heading number 9 of the book, which is the forward section, and it's 5% of the way through the book. So the cursor cross gives us our sequential navigation, forward or backward, through different elements at a chosen navigation level. What about direct navigation? For this, we use the Go To key to the left of the number pad. Go to page. Now I can type in a page number. Let's say 23. 2. 3. And I'll press play. Sophie's house was bare but clean. It had three rooms. We should now be on page 23. I can press key 5 to confirm. Where am I? 
26, percent, page, 23, heading, 16. 5. Sophie. Indeed, we are on page 23, which is now in chapter 5. Now, not all daisy books have page markers, but if a book does not have page markers, I have another choice. I can press the Go To key twice. Go to page. Go to heading. And I can type in a relative heading number from the beginning of the book. In this case, I'll just cancel by pressing the star key to the left of key zero. Cancelled. For non-daisy books, there will be other choices on the Go To key, such as Go To Time for a recorded book, or Go To Percent for a textbook. We can also get more detailed information about the book and the player by pressing the Information key, key zero. Info. Cleewick by Emily Carr. 130 pages, 31 headings, total time, 3 hours. There's quite a number of items, but I can navigate item by item. 130 pages, total time, 3 hours, time elapsed, 59, time remaining, 2, 0. Bookmarks in this book, 43, books, SD space remaining, 275 megabytes. Battery powered. Battery level. 93%. About Victor Reader. Version. Cancelled. The remaining items are the version number of the player software, the player model number, and its serial number. Besides moving forward through the items with key 6, I could have come backwards through the items with key 4. And at any time I can press the cancel key to stop the announcements. Besides navigating with the 4 and 6 key, Stratus also has the traditional fast-forward and rewind. Let me press and hold the fast-forward key. 1 minute. New baby was near her in a basket cradle. 2 minutes. Frank, Sophie. Frank. 5 minutes. This look darker. They were laced into... 10 minutes. And I were coming down the village. As I held it down... The Stratus jumped in increments of 1 minute, 2 minutes, then 5 minutes, 10 minutes, 15 minutes, and so on. The largest increment is 5 minutes. And it also played a normal speed clip in between those jumps to give me a clue of my position. If I press and hold the rewind key, the similar movement will happen in the reverse direction. If I just do a single tap of the rewind or fast forward, I will jump back 5 seconds or forward 5 seconds. A handy way to just review the last little bit of audio that you've heard. So far we've just been listening to this one book, Klee Wick, which is on my SD card. However, there are other books on the SD card. To find them, we use the Stratus Bookshelf key, number one. Bookshelf. Talking books. Thirteen. Books. Three. Klee Wick by Emily Carr. So I have thirteen talking books, and the third one is the current one, Emily Carr. To find the other books on this bookshelf, I just move forward title to title along the bookshelf with key number six. Four. Journey to Independence. Five. A Christmas Carol. Or we can come back with key four. Four. Journey to... Three. Clee Wick by Emily Carr. Now the Daisy Talking Books bookshelf is not my only bookshelf. I can rotate through all the bookshelves by pressing key one multiple times. Other books, eight books, music, one book, all music, podcasts, four books, text files, 17 books, 
Talking Books, 13. Books, 3. Clee Wick by Emily Carr. And we come back around to Talking Books. The other books bookshelf we heard had recorded books that were non-Daisy. Similarly, the podcasts bookshelf has recorded books that represent download files of podcasts. The music bookshelf is self-evident, and the text files bookshelf contains text files from my computer that I can listen to with the built-in text-to-speech. If I inserted a CD or a USB flash drive, the books on those additional media would just be added to the Stratus bookshelf, and the Stratus would tell me in front of each title whether it was on the USB, the CD, or the SD. If you're ambitious, you can even structure the bookshelf folders to give you multi-level bookshelves. For example, in talking books, maybe you want to categorize all your books by fiction and nonfiction. And maybe within fiction, you want to subcategorize by adventure, mystery, suspense. This is all optional, but if you need this kind of categorization, the Stratus will take advantage of it, and you can move up and down between the levels of your bookshelves using the 2 and 8 keys, and then move along each level with the 4 and 6 keys. While I'm browsing the bookshelf, I could also press key number 3 to delete a book from my SD card. Incidentally, there's another cool function associated with key number 3. It is the book copy function. If you're playing a Daisy book on CD or a Daisy book on the USB thumb drive, you can copy that book from the USB or from the CD to the SD simply by pressing key number 3 while the book is playing. Let's exit the bookshelf now and return to this Kliwik book. I'll press the play key. We met an Indian woman. And we're back in the book. This book is the most powerful type of Daisy book because it has the text of the book synchronized with the recorded audio. Key 9 is the toggle between playing the recorded or the text portions of the book. Let me press key 9. Text to speech audio. Now we're in the text portion of the book. I'll press the play key. As Sophie and I were coming down the village street, we met an Indian woman whom I did not know. She nodded to Sophie, looked at me and half paused. We hear the same passage of audio, but now with the text-to-speech voice. Now that we're in text mode, let me press key 8 and show you that we have some additional navigation levels available to us. Page. Phrase. Line. Sentence. Word. Spell. Character. Have you ever listened to a recorded book and wondered about a certain word? Maybe you wanted to spell that word to clarify what it means? On Stratus, we have the spell navigation level. If I select spell... Spell. Paused. P-A-U-S-E-D. Now I can move forward or backward a word at a time, and Stratus will spell each word as I move. Paused. Sophie's. S-O-P-H-I-E. Single quote S. Mouth. M-O-U-T-H. When playing text, there's also an addition to the go-to key. Go to page. Go to heading. Search. The number pad is now available for typing a search phrase, just like texting on a phone. This book is about Emily Carr, so let me type in the word Emily. E. M. I. L. Y. Don't worry if you're new to texting. 
Stratus can help you learn the text pad. For example, if I press the sleep key, key describer on. Now Stratus will tell me the letters mapped to each key. For example, I'll press 2, A, B, C, and 2, I'll, and I'll press 3, D, E, F, 3, and so on. If you make a mistake, just press rewind. Backspace. It will backspace over your wrong letter. You can also press fast forward to verify what you have typed. Let me press sleep again to switch off the describer. Key describer off. And I will press the fast forward to confirm that I've properly typed Emily. Emily. E-M-I-L-Y. Let me press confirm now to start the search. End of book. The names of his seven other children were written. He added ours, Richard and Emily. So Stratus searched forward to the end of the book, and then it wrapped around and found the first occurrence of Emily and read out the line containing that word to me. Now also, a search level has been added to the navigation levels, and Stratus has selected this search level automatically for me, meaning that I can move forward to the next occurrence of Emily simply by pressing the 6 key. Emily Carr, Growing Pains The art of Emily Carr is exactly the same. Emily Carr was Cleewick, laughing one, to the Indians of British Columbia. Similarly, I could move backward and find the previous occurrence of Emily by pressing number 4. Now let's say I want to continue listening to the recorded audio from this point. I just press key 9 to switch back to recorded. Recorded audio. And press play. Emily Carr was Cleewick, laughing one, to the Indians of British Columbia. By the way, CNIB, who produced this book, has synchronized the audio and the text portions of the book at the paragraph level, meaning that when I press key 9 to switch between the recorded audio and the text portions of the book, I will always be in the same paragraph. The precision of this recorded audio and text synchronization may vary from book to book. We have covered nearly all of the keys of the Stratus, except key 7 and the bookmark key. Key 7 is the Stratus menu key to configure different options of the player. You press it multiple times for each menu. Menu. Navigation and playback. Loop. Disable. Skip. All. Language. Text-to-speech voice. And you can exit the menu at any time by pressing the cancel. Leaving menu. The bookmark key, just below the go-to key, can be pressed multiple times to support the Stratus bookmark function. Go to bookmark. Insert bookmark. Start highlight bookmark. Bookmark list. Remove bookmark. Go to bookmark. So you insert bookmarks. You can go back to previously marked bookmarks. You can have not only a simple bookmark, but a highlight bookmark, which lets you mark the start and end of a passage. And of course, you can remove bookmarks. A concluding note on the Stratus built-in help feature. We noted that key 1 is the bookshelf key. You press it multiple times to rotate through the bookshelves. But you can also press and hold key number 1 to enter the Stratus built-in user guide. The user guide is itself a daisy book, which you can navigate and search. It's available anytime just by pressing and holding key 1. You also exit the user guide by pressing and holding key 1 again. Also, you can press and hold key 0 to access the built-in Stratus key describer. Key describer on. Now all the keys will announce their function. Bookshelf 1. Scroll up 2. Delete 3. 
and so on. Just press and hold key zero again to exit the describer. Key describer off. This concludes the Stratus 12M introduction. What can I do for you? JJ Metal here with a Blind Bargains Quick Take product review. Last week we posted about a $7.99 voice command clock radio from Insignia. This is the Insignia NS-CL VR01. Figure for $7.99 we might as well order one ourselves and uh, see how it works. And from uh, checking it out for a few minutes, it's not bad. If it were priced at $50 or $60, like the uh, the Moshi, I don't know if I could recommend it. For $7.99, it's not bad. Insignia is the no-brand, or one of the no-brands to Best Buy. So this was available, or still is available, through cowboom.com, which is a distributor for clearance products from Best Buy. So that's why it's out there so cheap right now. They're kind of basically trying to get rid of these things, so... If you're hearing this review and it's 2013, it's probably not available anymore. You might be able to find it used. But right now, as of uh, May 2011, it is $7.99. And let's check it out. What can I do for you? That is the main set of voice commands for this Insignia voice command clock radio. There's essentially seven buttons on the top plus a snooze slash voice command button plus a group of seven buttons on the back. Uh, it has some of the features of uh, many of the other uh, similar type radios. It has an AM FM radio, uh, time, two alarms, a sleep timer, and uh, five presets for both AM and FM. So let's try out the voice commands here. I'm going to press the big snooze button, which is in the top front. What can I do for you? Time. The current time is 12.36 a.m. It says it's 12.36 a.m. That's actually wrong because uh, I believe this thing got unplugged and I didn't have the battery backup in there. It does have a three AAA battery backup to save the time. But let's actually try to set it to the correct time, which is around uh, 8.15 right now, I believe. What can I do for you? Set time. Please say the current time, including a.m. or p.m. 8.15 p.m. The time is now set to 8.13 p.m. Well, that's interesting. I said 8.15 p.m. and I heard 13. It's actually done reasonably well as far as hearing uh, my voice commands. It's probably, I'm sure it depends, of course, on the type of voice and the accent and things like that. It's doing okay, again, for an $8 product. One of the things that definitely does impress me a lot is the speaker. Now, I'm not going to try to demonstrate the speaker of the radio. I don't know if you guys remember those Bose Wave radio commercials that used to play on the AM talk shows, and they would try to demonstrate how the Bose Wave radio sounded, but you're listening to it on an AM radio, so it doesn't really work so well. What's to say? It is stereo speakers. It basically takes up the entire top, and it goes pretty loud for a clock radio, which is uh, quite impressive. So uh, there are seven buttons along the top. They're basically in a kind of a half circle and they kind of curve around the the, uh, the snooze button from left to right there is a record button and that is used for recording the names of radio stations I'll show that in a minute volume down volume up the standby slash mode button you hold it down for a couple seconds and it will turn on the radio 
and it'll go between AM and FM and auxiliary for plugging in an iPod, Android, whatever you have to plug in. Uh, station down, channel down, channel up. Those two there uh, to the right of the standby. And far right is the preset button. There are five presets for AM and for FM. But there's only one preset button. So it's one of those deals where you have to press the button and cycle through the presets. That's a minor annoyance to me, but apparently buttons are expensive and they don't like, uh, I don't know, putting lots of them on there. So you know, what are you going to do? The seven buttons on the back don't really matter. Why? Because one of the drawbacks as a blind person is you cannot set the time using buttons. You do have to use the voice command. So there's buttons on the back to adjust the brightness, to set the time, to set the alarms, all things other than the brightness that you can do with voice commands. So that's okay. Uh, the far left one, if you hold it down, will adjust whether the insignia will come on by me saying um, voice command um, or if I have to press the snooze button. So that's the only one of no. There's no feedback when you press that button. To the right of that is uh, one of those coily antennas. That's uh, pretty long, about five feet long, uncoiled. To the right of that is the auxiliary plug and the AC adapter plug. It's not a actual power cord that is attached to the radio. It is a separate AC plug. So that's kind of cool if you're traveling. It makes it a little easier to pack. Uh, measuring probably about eight or nine inches wide two, three inches tall, and about four or five inches uh, deep, front to back. The display appears to be pretty big. I can't see it, but it takes up a pretty good amount of real estate. About half of the front is dedicated to the display. So it's likely a decent one, but I have nothing too hard to say there. Battery cover on the back, or on the bottom, three AAA batteries, which were included, as was the power adapter and the quick start and manual. Documentation is available in PDF. PDF is quite accessible, though. It's not a problem at all reading that. Um, it was actually pretty easy to follow, at least as far as these types of manuals go. So I was uh, pretty impressed there. Uh, let's uh, hold down, the, just to show you what the radio. I'm going to hold down the standby button for a couple seconds. There we go. So there you go. Let's do a little bit of tiny tempo here on KFR. Now, I have five presets, which I can press the preset button to go through. A couple of these stations are further away. That's why they're a little fuzzy. Now, I can say I've recorded a couple of names of stations. Let's break up a station. Radio. Please say FM or AM. FM. Please say the station name. KFR. Please say the station name. KFR. Please say the station name. KFR. Sorry, I am having trouble understanding you. Please try Not doing the greatest at the... Oh, I think I heard AM instead of FM. Let's try this one more time. What can I do for you? Radio. Please say FM or AM. FM. Please say the station name. KFR. Back to you. 
You know how these voice uh, command things go. So it heard me say AM the first time instead of FM, so that created a problem since the station I was trying to get is an FM station. I've had some decent luck with the voice command, and I know it's not perfect, but uh, for the price, not bad. So you can also record a tag for any of your presets, so you can go to, let's see, go to ESPN Radio here. Please say the station name. ESPN. Training failure. Please try again. Please say the station name. ESPN. Please repeat station name. ESPN. Thank you. Station name recorded for station preset four. So what I did is I pressed the record button, and that brought about that little prompt again the first time I had a little bit of trouble, and tried to cut me off. But I can, uh, let's go back to that. Let's see if I bring up my uh, new preset again. What can I do for you? Radio. Please say FM or AM. FM. Please say the station name. ESPN. Please say the station name. ESPN. Please say the station name. ESPN. Sorry, I am having trouble understanding. Yeah. Conclusion? The voice preset uh, feature, well, kind of a cool idea. In practice, not so much. It's really just quicker. You got five presets. Just press the button to go through the presets and get to the one you want. The voice thing is definitely kind of a gimmick there. It works decently for um, for the time. You know, if you want to look at the time or hear what your current alarm is, let's try getting my current alarm. What can I do for you? Alarm. Please say alarm one or alarm two. Alarm one. There is no alarm set at alarm one. Please set the alarm oh, first. I guess I have to say set alarm first. Let's try this. What can I do for you? Set alarm. Please say alarm one or alarm two. Alarm one. Please say the alarm time, including a.m. or p.m. 7.30 a.m. Alarm 1 is set to 7.30 a.m. Please say confirm or reset. Confirm. Please say buzzer alarm or radio alarm. Radio alarm. The alarm sound is radio. So that all works right. That's exactly what we wanted to do. If we have well, a, can I... So you can set uh, two different alarms, and each alarm can be either a radio or a buzzer. There is a snooze, which is that same as the voice button, to snooze your alarm. There's also a sleep timer, which you can set from anywhere from 90 to 15 minutes. Uh, let's uh, show you how that works. What can I do for you? Sleep timer. To set sleep time, please say 90, 75, 60, 45... 30, 15 minutes, or cancel. 45. The timer is set to 45 minutes to turn off. And there you go. Well, the radio's not even on right now, but we can put the radio back on. There we go. Ah, some five for fighting. A good song there. A word on radio reception. FM is pretty good with the coil antenna. It's about what I would expect from a clock radio. There is not a lot of bleed over. It definitely picks up on the local stations and some of the nearby ones as well, and compared to the radio I had up here before. It's reasonably selective digital tuning and certainly better than some of the cheaper radios I've found. AM is a joke, and not because I'm living in a city. I have had other radios in this house, which will at least do reasonably well. Uh, AM here. Heard all 
that's a local station, probably one of the strongest ones in town, and so lots of interference. So definitely do not get this for AM unless you live really close to the stations that you are trying to listen to. Isn't much else to say about this. I mean, it, it works reasonably well. has some trouble with the uh, the voice feature as far as the radio presets, but as far as setting time and alarm and getting the current time and alarm, it seems to do that just fine. I guess we'll find out tomorrow morning if I actually do wake up, um, and we'll see how that works. The sleep, the sleep timer is a nice touch. The radio reception is decent enough. The speaker is quite impressive for a unit this size. It goes quite loud, which is very impressive uh, to me. And for the price of $7.99, I certainly uh, recommend this for a lot of occasions and as a nice uh, travel alarm. Wouldn't pay 40 or 50 bucks for this, but again, for the price, it is not a bad little piece of equipment. There's certainly some things that could be improved. Obviously, the back buttons should work as you're trying to set the time w without voice uh, feedback. It's a lot more difficult or basically impossible, so it'd be nice if those would talk as well. Also, it would be nice maybe if you could say the name or the number of a radio station to come to that station. That would be cool. But that's it. The link's over on blindbargains.com. If you want to purchase one of these, we've linked to it from this post. So feel free to go over there, and we've linked straight to the page where you can uh, buy one of these uh, from Kaboom. For Blind Bargains, I'm JJ Metal. This concludes this week's edition of Main Menu. We hope that you have enjoyed the program and that it has helped you. If you have any comments, questions, suggestions, or any other feedback about the show, or if you would like to submit a piece to be heard on Main Menu, you can find all of our contact information on our website at mainmenu.acbradio.org. On behalf of Jamie Pauls and the entire Main Menu team, I'm Chase Crispin. Have a great week.